house. This is our overtime show, Penalties. I'm here with David. What's up? And Lewis. Hey, I'm back. I haven't left yet. And this is Bobby. Uh, David, you have a few things you want to just quickly uh, throw in here. Such bad timing. <laughs> that is the sound of the Galaxy social media team getting a slap on the wrist from MLS. Uh, so I, I'm sure most of you guys listening to this right now um, have already heard uh, via Twitter that um, the Galaxy made a pretty funny uh, meme uh, having to do with the, the two dives that got Yellow Van Dam red card over the weekend uh, based on the shooting stars meme that has been sweeping the nation. Uh, <laughs> by nation, I mean the internet. Um the social media team made a video, and MLS did not like it very much. Uh, they announced today that MLS will be advising. No, what did they use? What is the word that they use? They said uh, um, they'll be addressing this with the team. So apparently, the Galaxy social media team is going to get uh, a you know some kind of punishment, but. Why don't you it's like to have fun, MLS? What the hell? Man, it's is, such a lighthearted thing. It's too. so dumb. Like, it was nothing. It's, it, it was it's, so. It's not nothing. offensive at all. Nothing. I mean, oh, unless it, you're Merritt Paulson. Uh, yeah, exactly. In which case, grow a sack. Unless you're the Galaxy and you don't like flops. <gasps> I get it now. <laughs> yeah, th- th- it's just ridiculous that something like this would be fined or you know or whatever it is that they're gonna do, and. What sucks is that you're not going to see anything like this ever again coming from the Galaxy social media, um, which is just absolutely... Um, it's a crime. It's, it's, a crime. it's a crime. It really is. Because they're well, very good. MLS, give, MLS gave them a freaking award last year, for God's sakes. Yeah. It's just... It, it's so horrible. It, it's, and it's really upsetting. I'm just telling you right now. Go ahead. Continue making these videos. Continue making these memes. Send it to us. We're not affiliated, <laughs> officially affiliated with MLS we'll or the Galaxy. We, we will post it. We will retweet it. We will tag MLS and whoever else it's directed to. Because yeah. it's just stupid. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It, Jenny, it, Jenny Jeffries, Chris Thomas, Cosmo, hit us up, man. Yeah. Please. We'll hook you up. <laughs> we got your back. Uh, and and you know and this comes on the heels of you know this is this is something fun. Uh, this this is a, the type of thing that'll go viral and get people maybe interested in going into an MLS game. Yeah. And what have we been seeing this last two weeks? I don't know. I, I know it's it it was very glaring to me when I watch uh, other games and even at our this, own games. This crowds have been really sparse. I mean, yeah. like really sparse, empty, empty, empty stadiums. I feel it's more. How do I say this? I think it's a lack of passion. I have a I have a theory, but please go. No, um, that's pretty much what it is. The, the, the times that I have gone to MLS, and especially the the uh, the season opener, you would think you would you would feel some sort of energy, some electricity in the uh, in the stadium, and mm-hmm. I didn't at all. It, it seemed like another game. Mm-hmm. It the, seemed like a game in like August. August. Yeah, yeah. A, a meaningless game. I mean, you can really feel 
and it could have just be could have just been me where I'm like, am I just no, that? no, because I felt that no. too. Okay, no, well, it's because it's because everything was done exactly the same as every game: the platform, the welcoming, the launching of the game, the opening. Like it, they could have, they could have, they could have made it a bit more of a spectacle to make a big, a big, a big opening day something. So, the, I mean, that's the, though I though I will admit that I have felt that electricity in the past, um, especially obviously uh, during like MLS Cup games. I will also admit that the passion and loyalty when it comes to LA fans and their sports teams is absolutely nothing when you go to other cities around the country. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, oh, it, yeah. it, it's, it's not even close. Oh yeah. We're very jealous about that. <laughs> well, we here three are jealous of that. Um, I know a lot of people might disagree with us there, but I mean, when I look at, I remember when we were the center of the soccer universe in the United States, that's mm-hmm. like, that is long gone. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, the, but even, it became but Seattle right, and even, Portland. It became the Pacific Northwest, and now all of a sudden, Atlanta is like a hotbed for it. Orlando came into the the league the exact same way. Well, what's crazy yes. to me is like if you uh, again, if you look at like Kansas City, Montreal, NYCFC, and Minnesota, those all those games this weekend were full. Last week you had Orlando, you had Atlanta that sold out. Um, Philadelphia, San Jose. I mean, San Jose has got like a 15,000 seat stadium. It shouldn't be hard to fill that building. And it looked like eh, maybe three quarters full. Philadelphia has always had kind of uh, issues with attendance. Um, and they were, again, maybe about three three quarters full for the home opener. But our stadium, Chicago, Houston, New York Red Bulls, there were like entire sections of empty seats. The two sections next to ACB were empty. That's what I was about to say. I was seeing that on a, on television. Yeah, that this um, past game. Was our section up in the in the upper deck, it was about two thirds full. Um, the lower bowl, uh, well, I couldn't see underneath, but on the other side, eh, sparse. I mean, I I know what MLS is announcing their attendances, but if you look at it on TV with your eyes, you can clearly see that's not the actual number that they're getting. So I think it's the MLS fans maturing to the point where they know that it's the beginning of the season. After the summer, after the all-star break, that's when things start heating up. And that's when like that's when that's when the crowds come out. That's when the games get really interesting. Okay. And I think that's I, when the excitement comes. I <laughs> totally disagree with you there. I mean, one hundred percent disagree with you because Aside from playoffs, Lewis almost snapped his neck off. Yeah, I, I yeah I did. That hurt. Um, aside from the the playoffs starting, opening day is so much fun. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. If I I mean if you've ever been to a Dodger game on opening day, it is awesome. It it, it just it's electric. Mm-hmm. And I don't yep. get that yep. in a Galaxy game. So anymore. electric. Uh, so Dodger fans fight same thing. Other. First week of football. Okay. First week of basketball. The season o- season opener is always fun, and it should always sell out. So I disagree with the whole oh, MLS fans are getting smarter where these games don't matter. If that's the case, don't watch games until your team makes the playoffs. That doesn't really make any sense. You should be excited at the beginning of the season and then tail off during the dog days of summer before you get picked up again and saying, hey, you know, we're getting closer to, you know, go time here. But the beginning yeah. of the season should always, always be an exciting time. So, um, 
So I don't buy the whole that MLS fans are getting smart. I I I, I completely one hundred percent disagree with that. Um, as far as LA fans, uh, I just think that there's a passion there that is completely lacking. It has nothing to do with the current team. I haven't really felt that in quite a few seasons now, um, even dating back to the, the the years that we did win MLS, um, at least during the season. I think maybe the 2011 season, the one where we went undefeated at home, that's probably one of the last times I really felt like you go to the stadium and you felt really uplifted and you you yeah there was something about those games that's probably the last time i kind of felt that yeah it's been a while there were i mean there were moments there are moments here and there i got excited during this game during this last game 30 seconds but but it's not it's not the same though it's not the same as what david i mean lewis is saying right so i mean so a lot of so some galaxy fans have gone as far as to say well look it's the product that we're getting on the field it's it's the the lack of names that we're seeing People are going as far as saying, if the team is putting out a Galaxy Galaxy Two players to to start the season, why do season ticket holders or why do even any even walk up ticket ticket uh, purchasers feel the need to pay uh, or why do they feel the need to charge us full price, uh, five time MLS Cup champion prices for a team of USL players? Well, that's the that's the catch. These guys are not USL players. If they're playing on the first team, they're MLS, they're MLS players. players now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if that's the the going price for an MLS franchise, then that's the price that you're gonna get. It doesn't matter if you know you feel that you still see these guys as Galaxy Two players. If they're playing on the first team, they're MLS players. That's the bottom line. I understand what people are saying. We're like, okay, you know, it's a lot different. Uh, seeing a bunch of superstars and seeing a bunch of guys who've yet to prove themselves um, at this level. And I get that. But it goes back to what I was talking to you guys about, you know, in my article, the one that I, I haven't released yet was I'm not coming to see players. I'm coming to see my team. Players mm-hmm. come and go. Whether or not we sign big names or we're going through a difficult time, it doesn't matter. I'm going in there to see the galaxy. You guys know that none of my soccer jerseys have a name on them mm-hmm. because I do not want a name me on neither. it. Me neither. It's hard. It's hard for me. I yeah. Want, like there'd be times where I want a name, and I'm like, no, no, I don't. I don't yeah. want that name for that reason. I just don't want. Look, the players come and go, and I know some some people get it because oh, it's their favorite favorite player or it's a sure, testament to fine. a legend, and that's fine. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because there isn't. My personal feelings is, look, I'm supporting the team. I'm not supporting the player. I'm not here just because the player. And we've had fans in the past like, oh, well, Dos Santos is here, so I'm currently watching him. As soon as he's gone, I'm gone too. Uh, oh, yeah. Some people said the same thing about Beckham, and that's going to happen. And as soon as or if Ibra gets signed, you're going to have the same thing. So you're here for the player, yeah. not the team. And that's where I have the problem with it. If you're here just to see big names and not the team – that's kind of that's where something I have you can't fight. That's always going to be. Yeah, it's always going to happen. Yeah. And, and that's why. Things. And that's why they and have. I think that's going to be the majority of the people as well. That's why they have Barcelona playing here in the summer, and that's why they have like a big teams like that because they know. That's why Mexico plays here all the time because they know that the people are passionate about those teams, and they will come out no right. matter what. Right. Even if Mexico puts out a C squad, people will show up. A hundred thousand yeah. people will fill the Coliseum. Yep. Yeah, and that's. Again, that that's, that, the, that's the passion that, that's lacking 
here in LA. Because if there's no names, then like, oh, well, why am I gonna bother bother going? Yeah. And and you can probably I actually don't have this number, so I, I really can't say if this is a fact or not. But I can't imagine that Laker games are selling out right now. Yeah. So I no, mean, no, same. but I bet yeah, you the, the season same. ticket prices has gone up in the last few years. I don't know. I bet. Well, I, I know I ticket prices five years ago. From five years ago till today, the season ticket cost is gonna it w- will have been more for Laker tickets, despite the fact that they're sure. playing that they're playing what is the NBA equivalent of a B team, coached by <laughs> coached by the NBA equivalent of Curtin Alfo and Luke Walton. So I mean, I, I get, nobody's. I, I don't I hear don't anybody that. complaining about that. Yeah. Well, because I'm not listening, but <laughs> I'm not listening to <laughs> well, Laker. Well, Laker, I, well uh, as a Laker fan, I will tell you somehow. that this is a a team that everyone knows is not really going to do much. They understand that, you know. Yes, we're. Uh, it's the same argument. We have the most NBA titles, actually second most, one behind Boston. We're known for superstars. We have legendary players go through that franchise. And the fact that we don't have any right now, it's like it's upsetting, but no one's bitching and complaining the way I'm hearing it, you know, with the Galaxy. Um, it, it's just kind of a, it really is a night and day thing. Um, one thing that I did forget to mention in the, uh, the main podcast is um, it tied into the, the whole coaching thing about, you know, why aren't you praising or why aren't you being a little bit more? Um, I'm not saying he completely deserves a praise, but you know, why be so critical? Yeah. Yeah, Give him more credit because if another coach Mm -hmm. was in there, you know, that's probably what you would be doing given the circumstances. And what I'm thinking is, look, that's when it would turn into praise. Right. So what I, what I failed to mention was, well, with all the stuff that's going on, which is not in current awful's hands, not in control of the injuries, not in control of the suspensions. He's not even the GM, so he's not even signing the players that, you know, that he wants. I'm sure that he would want, you know, better players. Um, You would think that he that the fans would be more supportive, like, man, poor guy. Like, l- look at the hand that he's being dealt. And be more yeah. supportive of the players that are in there. Like, dude, these guys are being thrown in there when they're not ready. And instead of bashing them, like, dude, you want I wish you, yeah, good. you want them to do good. I wish you the best instead of just, like, Going out there. Hold on, and, hold on. Hold I mean, on, you can on, criticize, but I don't think I don't think any Galaxy fan is putting complete blame on the players or 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 wishing them that they don't do well. Because I guarantee you, all every single Galaxy fan wishes that they would play well and that they are going to do and that they are going to step up. The anger, I think, is is more toward the front office and the, the, the moves that they made in the offseason and the and the fact that they're not giving Anolfo the tools or that they feel like Anolfo wasn't the correct tool to work with the 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 parts that, that the team currently has. I think that that's where the anger is dealt. And I th- also think that the they feel like the galaxy as an organization have become too complacent. I think that's I think that's where the fault lies. I, I I promise you, not a single person out there that's a galaxy fan goes, oh, that Diallo kid. I hope he falls on his face. No, okay, yeah, you're right about. That. I hope Jack McBean doesn't get a single goal this year. Okay, no, no I, no. I I promise you that's not that's okay, not no. what's happening. You're right. You're right about that. Um, maybe word it uh, a little bit differently. 
in a time like this where the the team is going through so much crap, going through these suspensions, going through these injuries, which again, you cannot blame the front office for there. Why not be a little bit more supportive of the team and not critical? I think that I think that the the why not the, rally around it where it's like look this I team think what's gonna needs- happen is after that first win against RSL that <laughs> is exactly what's gonna happen I sure hope so because you saw glimpses of it um the the loudest that the crowd got in the the Portland game was the the, the save that uh that yeah. Garcia made now that can get no, no, any I crowd that can get any crowd go, going up you know and firing but you can tell that even leading up to it the crowd was ready to burst they're I can tell yeah. that the crowd was well, kind of like okay. eventually kind of got behind the, was... the team. Okay, so and like, I was, come on, I was... push, push, because they were out playing Portland for a good period of time. Mm-hmm. They were pushing the envelope. We were getting more possession with a man down. They knew mm-hmm. what was, they knew what the circumstances that was surrounding. And in that moment, you can tell they were, you know, kind of pushing them like, dude, we can do this. We got this. We can do this. Off the field, seems like it's a different story. It's a different yeah. narrative. But again, I think it's it's might be in the th- moment. They feel they feel that the the organization has become complacent, and I can tell you by being in the crowd, uh, that was absolutely how it how it went. Um, as the play was developing, and as we saw the 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 breakaway happen, it's as if all the air was taken out of the crowd, and it was just like, oh great, here we go, here comes the goal, here comes the goal, but there was that slight glimmer of hope that Legette was chasing down the guy and it was just a like, okay, when when can we groan? And then as Legette caught up to him and it looked like he might have, you know, he might actually get to the ball and then slid, you know, and it was a clear shot, everybody saw Rafa coming. And that's what that's where the like excitement and the 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 the, the tension came up. And as soon as Rafa got that ball, it the crowd exploded. And that kept us energized for another like ten or fifteen minutes. So that that definitely did happen. That you know the the, the crowd got behind the team, and like I said, I think after that first win, that's when people are going to start to get optimistic about this team. Okay, went off on a little tangent, but it's okay. It was still coherent. Yeah, that's how things work. When people win, you get happy. When people lose, you get sad. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. LA's our house. Thank <laughs> you.